Hi folks, welcome back. Uh, the riders had a rest day, they had a day off. I did not have a rest day. Uh, I'm tired, sorry this one's a few hours late. Uh, I just flew back from Denver, boy my arm's tired. No, we'll get to that tomorrow on, on why I'm, yes I am complaining about being tired on a podcast about the Tour de France. Uh, they can't hear me, okay, and don't tell them. Today's stage, stage 10 uh, was an absolutely fun mess. I would actually say to watch this whole stage, there was never anything not going on. There was never a lull. There was a there was an early breakaway that was too many riders and the GC guys, Pogacar and Jonas Vingago were in the break. Then the breakaway formed out of the breakaway. At some point, Wout and Vanderpool were attacking together. And then the breakaway was a real nail biter down to the very last kilometer. There was no telling who would win, no script today. A fun, chaotic tour stage, really the most we've had so far. Today's sponsor is Inside Tracker. They're doing a big discount. Uh, Prime savings code saves you 30% uh, only through July 12th, only through tomorrow as I record this. So when you're a pro, you're always doing for the UCI requires regular blood tests uh, for the anti-doping. And you use that to track your fitness, your health, what you're missing. The annual blood test that you get from your doctor is a very small piece of the picture. And if you do it more often, you're seeing like, oh, I'm down this this month, let's add a supplement. Uh, I'm down this this month, I'm up this, let's, let's eat less of that. Uh, Oh, I'm fatigued. Let's cut down the training. And the blood is like a really good window. There's no lying in there. It's an objective way to see exactly where you're at, what you need, uh, and what you have too much of. So Inside Tracker will help fill the gaps between that annual physical that you probably don't do often enough anyway. Uh, it's an athlete-focused blood testing and analysis service. Uh, they'll help you sort of read it, figure out what to do. Another part of it teaches you something about your body. You can bring that with you forever. So check out the link below. Uh, that's the code Prime Savings for the 30% discount through July 12th. Real quick, what happened yesterday? Uh, nothing really. It's a rest day. Uh, the riders all do. They do go for a little bit of a ride. If you take a day off, your body will spawn weird in like during a stage race. You might get a lot of inflammation. They don't mess with that. They're going to ride 60 to 90 minutes probably. Uh, flush out the legs. There's probably a lot of media. I think guys are doing haircuts, a fair bit of coffee, definitely a lot of naps. So far in the race, we've got a tight GC battle between Jonas Vingago has the GC lead. Uh, Pogachar has been kind of inching up to him. And then it's a ways down to third where it's really anybody's game, a big mess down there. In the sprint stages, Jasper Philipson on Alpecin uh, has been really killing it. Multiple stage wins there. And of course, Mark Cavendish out of the race uh, following a crash. So his attempt at breaking the record for most stage wins uh, has fallen flat, a bummer ending for that. Now on to stage 10, uh, 160 Ks. So like not super long for a tour stage, but incredibly hot that definitely made up for it. A bunch of hills, but nothing super hard today. Uh, definitely not a day that the GC guys were looking at and for sure a day that a handful of uh, stage hunting dudes would have kind of penciled in early on like, okay, I want to make sure I'm rested for that. That's the day I'm going to try and get in that breakaway. I think that day, that's the day it's going to stick and that's their chance for the win. So it ended up going as predicted, but it didn't play out as we would have predicted. Uh, what happened was there was an early break of, I think it was like 14 guys. It was a lot of dudes. And then, you know, a tight road, a, a, a twisty course, there was a split form. So a breakaway, the, the way I would explain it is a breakaway means somebody attacks, somebody follows, and they're, they're pulling especially hard to get away from the pack. Uh, a split is when the race is hard and someone leaves a gap and the, the break kind of, or the, the field kind of breaks up. So the same result of a mixed pack, but less intentional. The guys in the split aren't trying to get away from the guys behind. It just sort of happened that way. So what we saw here was there was an early break and I think a couple of teams might've thought it was too big. A couple of guys might've wanted it back. So suddenly there's a split in the front group that people are pulling too hard on the front. And what you saw is uh, Pogachar and Jonas Vingago, each with uh, two of their key domestiques, Adam Yates and Sepp Kuss, were in there. Uh, they go across to the breakaway in a group of 20. The breakaway wasn't far. It was maybe 30 seconds at that time, but it looked like it was a done deal. That'll be a mishap of the day. There's nothing worse than when you think you're in the early break and then the yellow jersey comes across just like, well, this breakaway is 
quite doomed. And then once a breakaway is that big, uh, you've got some guys who want it to work, guys who are working for their teammates who might stay away. You've got a couple guys who don't want it to work, so they're sitting on the back. So pretty quickly what happened there is guys are just attacking out of the breakaway. The real breakaway is going to form from the bigger breakaway. But one thing I do know is back in the peloton, which was you know still 80 guys, uh, Yumbo Visma, who normally is prepared to, to ride on a day like this, uh, or UAE, who's keeping an eye out, those guys are like, well, our best two are up the road, so someone else is pulling out. That's not our problem. No one, no one in the peloton really knows who's in the break until you know it gets its minute, and then they kind of go through the names on the on the earpiece. There's a reshuffling, a sort of common. They're like, wait a minute, I don't want that guy to get up the road. Now we got to bring that back. We got to get somebody across to it. Uh, so that's what was going on today for sure. But once the GC leaders get across to the break, now the breakaway is going a little bit slower. Meanwhile, from a really hard start, a bunch of the sprinters were getting dropped. So they were in a group behind. They're waiting for the early break to go so the race can slow down and then they can catch back on. Meanwhile, the front break is going a little bit slower because they just got too many guys. They're just a complete shit show. So at some point, uh, dudes attacked out of the breakaway, formed a new breakaway, and the rest of the field, we'd call it welded together, just sort of this big mush. More, more riders, the bigger the groups, they always kind of move forward and suck up the smaller groups. You can sort of count on that. And you can also count on the sprinters to do something a little bit questionable in the cars with some sticky bottles, and they manage to get across to whatever they need to uh, and get their job done, and the officials are gonna look the other way. So breakaway number two, the real breakaway finally went, and a bunch of the guys you'd sort of expect, your Chavez, your Alaphilippe, Ben O'Connor, uh, Ineos had Kwiatkowski in there, strong move. But it's still sort of a mess. Jumbo Visma was pulling for a little bit and then they didn't want to pull anymore. You can also expect the weird dynamics of the chasing going back. Jumbo Visma isn't going to chase unless they have some reason to. So if there's no heavy hitters in the breakup, there's no one they're worried about in the GC, they're going to look to other teams to chase it because I'm not going to pull you all day so that you got your guy can win a stage and, and somebody can go from you know 20 minutes down on GC to 10 minutes down. They don't give a shit. So suddenly you've got your five guys up the road at like two and a half minutes and Matthew Vanderpool, who was just taking a big pull on the front uh, with Wout happening behind him, I guess he rips a corner at the beginning of a downhill and someone behind them gets a little bit scared and touches the brakes. They get like a four second gap. And in the theme of today's stage, uh, Matthew Vanderpool looks back and goes, oh, we have a gap? Fuck it, let's just throw the entire plan we had for the day of working for Philipson in the trash. And now I'm trying to get across to the breakaway with Wout Van Aert on my wheel. Strange move by him because A, he's been pulling and Wout hasn't been pulling. The best case scenario he could see here is getting Wout across and Wout has a very, very easy win. He's quite teed up. Wout was happy about this because Wout has very publicly said he's going to go home when his wife gives birth, which could be any day now. And I, all, I couldn't help but think about, you know, when they're doing the tour selection, all these guys are training for this race uh, all year. You're on the long list and then, you know, someone's pulled you off and they do the final list. Uh, the guy, the last guy who was on the bubble, when he knows that his three weeks aren't as good as Wout's one and a half to two weeks. Uh, that's got a kind of sting, except it's Wout. But it was Chris Nealance on the Israel team who attacked on the final climb, got himself a solid gap, and then was this little carrot for them to chase. And when I say little, that means it's skinny. A uh, little carrot for them to chase all the way down the descent. And the thing is, no matter how good you look, no matter how strong you are, how good you feel, uh, five guys, four guys, it's just going to be so much faster than one uh, unless it's a super tight, like the twistier that it's had, the more technical, a uh, bunch of turns favors a solo breakaway. But if it's sort of sweeping, if it's fast, that's just a really tough uh, advantage to keep track of for him. 
So it looked like the rest of the breakaway cooperated uh, for Nealance to get caught. And then it's just the last 3K, it's, it's really hard to watch. I definitely recommend you watch this because it's just an absolute roll of the dice of who attacks, who hesitates. Uh, you really can't take any time to think it's all just react, counter-react. And this is one of those funny moments for Philippe Because the stage is so perfect for him, uh, he was coming off on the climb. He wasn't having his best day, uh, but he was still in there. And I think it's a beautiful equalizer in bike racing where if you're favored, if it's a flat road, uh, God bless you because everyone knows that you're kind of the best guy and they're marking you out. Being the best guy is often a disadvantage in a situation like that. So if one guy attacks, everyone looks at Philippe. oh, you got to catch that. And it's like, well, if I bring back every move in the last K, then I definitely can't win. So you just see this cat and mouse, uh, chicken, egg situation going on. And it could have been anybody's game. The guy who played it perfectly was Bill Bao. And you can watch, he follows an attack. And by the time he kind of gets across, he times it perfectly. By the time he gets across, uh, he's never going to be expected to pull. There's no way he's going to pull. Meanwhile, you see Ben O'Connor, who hesitated a little bit, got away from the group, looked like he was kind of the strongest in the last few K today. Bill Bell looks back and sees O'Connor coming, and he doesn't panic. He doesn't start to launch because he knows that O'Connor just put in a big effort to get across, and he kind of just had 40 seconds of, of not super easy, but sitting on a wheel when O'Connor didn't. He knows he has the advantage in the sprint, and when he launches his sprint, everybody else goes backwards. Meanwhile, a couple minutes back, uh, Vingago and Pogacar did not touch the wind again. Pretty predictable as far as that went. They stay with their teammates, uh, and, and the GC, no changes, nothing interesting behind. So Philipson's still in green, no changes there. Uh, Palace didn't didn't see him at all today. He decided to skip out on the on trying to get breakaway points. Makes sense. There's definitely bigger climbs to come. And, uh, you know, if he's not feeling it, he's not feeling it. You can't be in every breakaway. Uh, that's bad news for the last week. What are they not saying on TV? Uh, today, I was at a friend's house. We were watching the NBC World Feed. I liked it. They actually admitted that they had no idea what was going on, which is brave, but for sure the riders didn't know either. It was just a real day of bike racing, you know? We had one more mishap. There was an Uno X guy who they showed uh, going back to the car, some kind of technical issue. You could just see him, like, clipped his foot and was just kicking his rear derailleur. The old, the old let's let's try and kick the, the derailleur into place move. Uh, classic, always fun to see that. It's never worked in the history of anything. Bike racing math, kind of into this already, uh, but the point of whose job is it to pull? Nobody wants to, to waste their team, waste their energy on the front. Uh, so any excuse to get somebody else to pull. It was Ineos who had to go to the front near the end today. Uh, they were at risk of losing their fourth overall. So it's, it's wild to see Ineos defending fourth overall. That's just like a low bar for them, but that's a the situation they're in right now. Um, but yeah, someone in the breakaway was, you know, three minutes down on GC. So if they stay away, then they move up on Tom Pidcock, who's sitting fourth. We do have, someone's radioing uh, Steve Cummings and Ineos being like, hey, hey, you got a problem here. Uh, this is your deal. Yumbo Visma, we're, we're going to sit behind y'all for a few minutes. Uh, and they did go pull. Archer race organizer, what do you do when it's so hot out? It was, it was 100 degrees plus, 40 something Fahrenheit all day. I don't know if you shorten the stage. It already wasn't that long. Uh, this is just kind of where the world is going, sadly. But I'm not sure. I, I've definitely done races in heat like that, but it's not normal for the tour. And definitely like, you know, you can't do three weeks of that. So I was watching in person. Uh, I would want to be somewhere with a sprinkler. Maybe I'd bring like a little baby pool and just sit out in the water. I had a teammate once just like, you know, he was trying to make time cut that day. He pulled off uh, into someone's front yard and just sprayed himself down with their hose, just cooled off. Uh, I believe he had permission. I'm not sure. What are they going to do? 
armchair team director, it still felt weird to see Pogacar and Jonas uh, off the front of the beginning. I think you, know, you just want to keep them with as many of their teammates as possible at all times. I'm quite sure they weren't like, oh, let's get in the breakaway. But I think they saw a chance like, oh, we're both here. This is sort of neutral. Let's see who's missing Islands. Let's see an opportunity of uh, who can we freak out right now in the peloton. But overall, weird move by team directors not be like, hey guys, go back. Let somebody else do this part. Uh, you guys are sort of important to be sweating in the first 15K of 160K day at 100 degree heat, et cetera, et cetera. I would just want them on the wheels as much as possible as a rule. Unanswerable hypotheticals, anything could have happened in the last few K. If, if Philippe had gone at 1.4K, that's different from if he'd gone at 1K. Uh, that, that could have been, you play that race over 10 times and it's 10 different results. Real bummer for Philippe. That's the kind of stage like the classic Philippe move would be tack over the top, do crazy things on the downhill. Nobody ever sees you again. Uh, he didn't get to pull that off today. And I'm, I'm wondering if uh, what other stage he sort of had a pin in or if this is sort of, you know, he just wasn't in the shape he wanted to be for this tour and he's going to miss out. One other thing I noticed, uh, I believe it was Warren Barguil in the breakaway who was eating a sandwich. They got him on camera eating a sandwich. I, I like to see that. They would give us, it's, it's just crazy to think like the Musette bag a lot of times would have like a ham and cheese panini or something in it. They'd cut in a little biteable tinfoils. But uh, I think a lot of guys, most of these days, they're just, they're just smashing the pure gel and sugar. I like, it's a little bit old school, I think, to be eating a full-on sandwich. I'd love to see that. I was bummed that it split up in the last couple K. I was hoping it would just be those five guys to the line. It's just always really funny watching climbers sprint, myself included. We didn't really get to see that today. The only guy who had energy to sprint just immediately won. So definitely watch it uh, if you just like to see a real mess of bike race. It kind of just felt like a one-day race today. But ultimately, like, nothing important happens in the grand scheme of the race. So if you're sort of following that, uh, you can have my permission to skip it. I think you will want to skip it tomorrow. Uh, look super flat. Turn on with 10k to go. You'll be fine. My prediction, I'm going out of limb here. I'm going to look real smart if this works out. I think Fabio Jacobson, I'm not going to call him for the win tomorrow. Uh, he's been off the back. He's been having a rough tour, crashed early, real beat up. Uh, I'm calling him to, to jump in the top five, maybe the top three in the sprint tomorrow, but to quite be in there. I think that he, I think he would have pulled out if he wasn't feeling it. I think he feels like he has some tricks up his sleeve, uh, a couple watts left in the tank, or he would have gone home already. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for watching listening. Uh, please comment, share, etc. Shout out to the guy on the flight in front of me today uh, who was listening to that. That was awesome and cute dog. All right, see you tomorrow.